Hello, everybody. I'm Lee Houston, my brother, Greg McCray. How you doing? I'm fine, bro. How you doing? I'm good, man. We're just chilling, getting ready for SmackDown. Just a little bit. WrestleMania weekend all together. How, what's your opinion on it? Man, you know, this is a great weekend of wrestling. First of all, I was really rooting for my big match of the week, um, the women's, Raw Women's Championship. You know, that was real good. The um, main event, the greatest match, greatest main event of all time, it delivered. It was a, it was a great main event. And seeing The Undertaker, watching him get inducted in the Hall of Fame, a great week, man, it was just a great weekend overall. Yes, sir. We, I've gone over this card several times. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I'm just going to point a few things out. Uh, a main, ev- main event with uh, uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Man, Brock Lesnar had Roman and Kimura lock, and I think he popped his shoulder out. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Pop- Roman Reigns just, just gritted his teeth. Use that uh, adrenaline rush, and then next thing you know, boom, spear. Roman Reigns is your new undisputed Universal Champion. Yes, yes, you know, he popped that shoulder back in, like you say, gritted teeth, and, you know, made it to the finish line and became the new WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. Now, you know, um, I'm waiting to see who's going to be finally dethrone the head of the table. Yes, sir. It cost him a shoulder, though, but it's, hey, the new undisputed champion. What 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 do you think about Pat McAfee and Vince McMahon in the Proc 2 match? Man, uh, it was good to see Vince McMahon in the ring. Vince McMahon still got them guns. And you know what? I kind of, you know, was in the back of my mind hoping that we got a, a return of the one of the greatest rivalries of all time. And when you heard the glass breaking, you knew it was coming back for, for a moment. Mm. Yes, sir, man. I like all. That was, that was the longest match. Nineteen years, fourteen minutes. DTA, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to Pat and Vince one more time. That was the impromptu match, I believe. And by the way, that's his first match since WrestleMania 26. Uh, yes, yeah, since WrestleMania 26, he's competing 19, and uh, no, he beat the 17. Uh, 22, 26, and something else. You talking about Vincent Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, for, for to be the owner, you know, he's in real good shape. I think the only time I really seen him uh, hurt himself was that time he tried to, the Royal Rumble, he tried to jump in the ring and he hurt it, blew his knee out um, when it had that little thing with uh, John Cena and Batista. Oh, yeah, he blew both quads out that day. <laughs> trying to jump and slide in the ring and he, he hit that ring the wrong way. <laughs> and he got in his limo, went to hospital from the limo, mind you. If you're going to go, go in style, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Royal Rumble, I know it's early, but I want to give I want to give a hat salt to uh, Johnny Knoxville for, uh, taking the journey with us from since the Royal Rumble all the way to WrestleMania. Much love to you, Johnny Knoxville. And much love, Johnny Knoxville. And 
Man, that match was like, you know, one of the greatest gimmick match. And to see that big rat trap. <laughs> Where in the <laughs> hell they got that from? <laughs> Man, Johnny Knoxville from the mind of Johnny Knoxville. Only he can come up with something like that. That big old rat trap. Had all the jackass in there with him. Man, that match was, it delivered better than I expected. The, uh, the non-wrestlers, all the non-wrestlers that wrestled in WrestleMania did way better than I expected them to do. You see, we man uh, body slam uh, Sami Zayn. <laughs> My God, we go back to WrestleMania three. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe we man was even out there. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. By the way, a random question: How old were you, WrestleMania three? How old was I? Yeah, WrestleMania three came up. Uh, let's see. I think I was seven or eight, I believe. Wow. Yeah, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> yeah, no, you wasn't. Yeah, I was a you know young man who got pulled into wrestling, and um, I think my first real wrestling that I saw was um the wrestling with Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior mm-hmm. wrestling for the championship. Yes, sir. Title for title, WrestleMania 7? Six, six, yeah. Title for title. Hulk, the Ultimate Warrior was the winner. He was, he was the Intercontinental Champion and the WWE Champion. By the way, there's only two men to do that. Shawn Michaels and Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, and Ultimate Warrior put it into uh, Hulk Hogan long title reign on the WWE title. Yes, sir. I never get that. That at the time, if I remember correctly, it was a, it was a yellow in a kind of championship belt. Yes, Ultimate Warrior was the first man to come and start changing the colors of the of the uh, title belt. And you know, uh, when he came up, and I and I seen it, you know, he took it from black, and he was the first one to use the white. Then he went to the blue, and then I started thinking, like, man, you know, that'd be a good match, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. And then we got a, a heard a, got a taste of it in Royal Rumble. And just to see it come to fruition at WrestleMania, man, I was just so stoked. Oh, man, that was cool. One of my favorite WrestleMania moments of all time. I wanted to say WrestleMania uh, is interesting, though. I liked it. WrestleMania eight, no, WrestleMania 17 and 18. First off, WrestleMania 17, it was uh, a first and the only father-son, I, father-son street fight, Shane and Mr. McMahon. Yes. 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 The years later, he have a match with his daughter, a father daughter. I quit match and no mercy. That's a different story. But they went at it, and uh, Vince won. Shane, Shane won that one. And then WrestleMania 18, a match I never thought would happen at the time: Hulk Hogan against The Rock. Man, that match right there proved how big the crowd was and how important it was. Uh, and I think it really rejuvenated the career of Hulk Hogan because, you know, he came in, you know, as a heel, but the crowd still was rooting for him. And even how the crowd was rooting for him after that match, and he went into the Hulkamania pose, man, I, that just said goosebumps up my, up my arms. And Hulk Hogan wanted to know if he could do it by himself one more time. I got to know if I'm the man. If I, before he went on his last historic run and, um, 
got a title shot against Brock Lesnar. No, he went up against Brock Lesnar in the King of the Ring tournament and got got manhandled by Brock Lesnar. Yes, sir. Brock Lesnar is the only man to pass out Hulk Hogan. If I remember correctly, it was SmackDown 2002. Yeah, early in um, Brock Lesnar's career, yeah. Brock Lesnar had Hulk Hogan in the bear hug and would not let go squeeze to mess out Hogan. Hogan was bloody. Hogan was tired. He's exhausted. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And next thing you know, Hogan passes out. The only man that make Hogan pass out. I, I, I did not expect it to go like that. I expected, you know, you know, Hulk up and come back and all that. Uh-huh. But it just, you know, showed the power of a young Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. Now Brock Lesnar suplexed the hell out you for before before forty times in a row. Man, young Brock Lesnar and older Brock Lesnar, you know, um, just two different people. And I, oh and yeah, I definitely. His rivalry with Kurt Angle really elevated his career. But as he got older and went through the different sickness, he had to switch gears and change up and um, almost be like, you know, Rocky. When Rocky got older, he had to go from uh, his regular game to go to a straight power game uh-huh. to fight the, the younger fighters. And Brock Lesnar started taking people to Suplex City. And sir, I'm the first victim of Suplex City as older Brock Lesnar is John Cena. Brock and John, they went at it. It's the most lopsided match in wrestling history. Very lopsided, very one-sided. Brock Lesnar just dominating John Cena. Two one-sided. I was like, what? Wow. Mm. Every time, I'm going to give Brock Lesnar credit. Brock offered him a chance to, hey, look, tap out right now, get out of here, for the fight another day. No, John Zena never gives up. But John Zena kept going at it and kept losing every kick out. Every every kick out was a, it was an insult to Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar felt Brock Lesnar felt disrespected. It's okay. It's gloves off time. Man, I just I, and I was thinking John Cena make some type of run in that match, and it seemed like he can do one move, and Brock like, uh uh-uh, uh, we stopping this right now. You going back mm. to Super City again? And I was just, my mouth just was in awe. Uh, every suplex, I'm like, oh, is this ever going to stop? And then it was like, okay, it's dinner time. Good night, everybody. Suplex, one last time, it's over. Brock Lesnar, your WWE World Heavyweight Champion. thing about it is he enjoyed it. Oh, uh, he truly enjoyed it and 
I think when he went to UFC, that made him even more deadlier. You know, they, they made him a, a complete, uh, a complete total package. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Ladies and I gotta give a shout out to uh, to uh, Logan Paul. Logan, yeah, Logan Paul. He 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 finally he understood. It ain't easy doing this thing. Man, he did a great job. Uh, man, doing that uh, three amigos and that cross flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, he handled himself, and he looks like he he could be a wrestler in the future if he really put his mind to it. I think he can come in there and you know do some things in there. I would love to to see him, um, you know, get into the, the performance center, learn a trade. Give him a finish move and come back and whip the mid behind. Oh yeah, man, that's the thing about WWE. Anybody can come on, come aboard. We'll train anybody. See, that's the thing. Years ago, you had to know somebody. Nowadays, we'll train anybody. I like that. Yes, and they want to make sure that people come in there are properly trained because they they really hold each other lives in their hand. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I'm so mad with Ridge Holland how, what he did to Big E. He didn't, you know, turn his hips and push him back, you know, far enough. And I thank God that, you know, he didn't turn out worse than what it was, you know. And, you know, my prayers out for BE, um, praying that, you know, he, he, uh, I'm not praying for a speedy return. I'm praying for a fully healthy return for a long career because most wrestlers who, once they, they, they get that neck hurt, you know, it, it cut, you know, years off their career. Mm. Uh, but... For me, all the great wrestlers who Knicks haven't, you know, broken, they came back and had a, a great, great career. Every wrestler I know, Nick broken, is had a Hall of Fame career after. Yes, sir. Speaking of one Nick breaker, uh, Steve Austin is one of those. You know that that Texas Rouse stayed the toughest. So be. I remember uh, Owen Hart, the late Owen Hart, broke his neck one time. He kept the match going. And he had no idea where he was after that. Hall of Famer Edge um, broke his neck. Um, he had to leave out early in his career. When I you know he was on his way to the main event scene, but he had to take his time. Mm-hmm. But he came back leaner, meaner, and stronger. And that's when he started having his Hall of Fame career after that. What do you think about Edge and Damian Priest? Man, I wasn't expecting that, but you know what? It's a good direction for Damian Priest. Hmm. You know I'm uh, I'm uh, that's a good direction to take him in. Uh, I this one of the times I wish you know um, the Fiend was still in WWE. I, I I feel WWE they let go somebody that would have made them hell of money. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. They let him. He was hot. He was the hottest thing going. They let him go. I would love to see the Fiend show up in AEW. Mm-hmm. And and tear the roof off, um, have like a surprise, you know, contender for the title. Let him come in and do his thing, win the title, have control of the title for a year. Then you know what? Because um, I hated how WWE had him. He was like indestructible. And as much as I love Goldberg, I did not like the the way they they showed him losing to Goldberg. You had this man kick out a four or five curb stomp from Seth Rollins. But then he come and get speared one time and Jack Cameron in Saudi Arabia and lose the Universal title. No, you should. I, I feel like you should have had like somebody came in and maybe 
cheated caused him to lose, then that would have been a better setup for two different rivalries. Because we all know that that was leading up to Goldberg versus Roman Reigns before he had to leave. And then, you know, Bray Wyatt with a rivalry against whoever caused him to lose that match. Yes, sir. Speaking of next year, speaking of the year, next year we're going to go Hollywood one more time. This time the SoFi Stadium, home of the Super Bowl in Inglewood, California. Man, I hope, you know, this be, you know, I would love to see the rock headline um, Hollywood Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Well, I guarantee you this, the rock is worthy of Hall of Fame, but it's a question a matter of when. Not a matter of if, but when he's in the Hall of Fame. Yes. And you know what? To me, all your WWE wrestlers who really made it to Hollywood, I think that would be a good get to put all of them who's worthy of the Hall of Fame, put them all in, Batista, um, even John Cena and The Rock, you know, put them in that um, Hall of Fame class together. Oh, yeah, the Batista was offered the Hall of Fame before she had a conflicting schedule. Couldn't cancel his stuff. It's this thing going on. That's the only reason why he couldn't go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, it was COVID that really caused it to be pushed back, and that would cause his uh, conflict to schedule. Um, to me, Batista, the rivalry and the matches he had with The Undertaker, the, 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 the series they had for the World Heavyweight title, um, the matches he had with Edge, with King Booker, yes, he fully deserved to be in the Hall of Fame himself. Oh uh, yeah, he was a what? Uh, what five-time world champion? I believe so. Yeah. Um, the match, the match he had with Undertaker at WrestleMania. Oh, that was awesome. Um, awesome. The match he had with Undertaker at SummerSlam, where he finally won the, the title. Awesome. The match he had with him at, at Survivor Series. Awesome. You know, they they, they had this. There was one of them rivalries that. You can see them at every pay per view back to back, and you didn't you didn't say that you know they raffled too much because they put on five star matches every time they were together. So one of the few big men rivalries that had great matches together. And so a rule of thumb in wrestling, let's say you got somebody they wrestle about three four times, the third or fourth one's a rubber match. Yes, yes, very few times you'll see somebody um, wrestle more than you know three times, and that was one of the few times where you seen them. They didn't do them three times back to back. They they, they took a break from it, mm-hmm. and then they came back to it, and and, and really you know made a storyline, made it interesting. Okay, so I just got finished watching WrestleMania twenty, uh, not no, WrestleMania No Way Out two thousand seven. Vince made the match with Shawn Michaels and John Cena, Undertaker, Batista. WrestleMania main event. WrestleMania main event, and then he said something that holds true to this day. We this might not happen again. I how true was that? Oh uh, yes, man. Uh, that John Cena and Shawn Michaels match, uh, it was great, but I felt it could have been better. It was you know, it just uh, I knew what was in them, and I knew they could put on. Uh, it was to me like a four and a half, but I believe they could have put on a, a six star match, and it just didn't fully live up all the way. But it was still a great match, though. Yes, sir, and their tag match was incredible. And I, I remember, I remember because uh, that that's the night uh, Michael Cole lost his voice. <laughs> yeah, and um, what the crazy about it was they was tag team champs together. Every time John Cena was a tag team champ with, with somebody, it was you know one of them crazy combinations for him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Shawn Michaels, he had Batista. Yeah. Uh, 
Jennifer husband, Jennifer, Jennifer husband's husband, Jennifer husband's husband. <laughs> yes, indeed. Man, he was a great wrestler himself. Um, I wish he could have had more time to uh, really be there and put some more years in there. Uh, to me, he had, you know, he already had the physique, and when he came in there and wrestled, man, he was a whole lot better than I expected to see him. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he deserved a, a single run more than a, you know, a tag team title run. By the way, if you don't know, that's uh, you talking about. Uh... Well, I'm I'm joking, but you're getting serious. You're talking about uh, David. I had his name on the tip of my tongue. Otunga. David Otunga. There you go. Last time I seen David Otunga was using a Tyler Perry's movie. He can beat you and sue you at the same time. Oh yeah. And win. Never been seen in the court. He actually and then this cool thing about it, he's an actual lawyer. With the Harvard, Harvard Law School. The same school as Obama, by the way. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that's cool. By the way, Wrestling Trash brought to you by Backup Deliveries and More LLC. They put the D in delivery. If you can drive trucks, got CDL license, you, all you got to do is call 1888. I just had the number. 1888. Hang on a second here. I must know this, man. Hang on a second. Y'all uh, do this. In the meantime, I'm gonna look this up here. I'm supposed to these, these are my sponsors. I'm supposed to know these people by heart, man. But anyway, right now. yeah, I'm excited, bro. Yes. Hang on a second here. I'm just excited. I saw. Hang on a second. Okay, there you go. All right. One eight triple eight seven one two three five eight seven by Facebook.com. That's the backup plan app. You have a CDL license, you can drive trucks, let them know, and you can get paid. Back, backup deliveries and more LLC. They put the D in delivery. Man, I'm excited. Excited down just a little bit. Let me ask you this. This is the biggest weekend WWE has had in quite some time. What do they need to do to keep this energy? Man, we need to get a, uh, uh, come up with a way to get a great contender for the uh, great rivalry for Roman Reigns. Mm. Um, Drew McIntyre to me would be a perfect um, rivalry for him coming up to SummerSlam. Yeah. So I don't want to see them push that too early, too soon. Um, but you, we want somebody that's about as big as him. Um, we need to get these um, US and IC titles back to being an exciting title to see. Um, uh, I haven't really seen, you know, I, I'm, I'm upset that they didn't have Ricochet have a, a wonderful match that he can have. Um, he's put him with somebody. He would have had a, a, a standout match just like Macho Man and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat back in the day. Um, look like Finn Balor going to have a, a supposed to be getting a nice little rivalry. Um, and the tag team, you know, scene is, is real, real good again. Which I'm, I'm happy. I'm enjoying it, um, and the women's division is you no, know, whoo, on both Raw and SmackDown. That's fire. Uh, so let's just you know keep it going with the, the heat in the in the main event scene. Um, have somebody that can you know really push Roman Reigns, but still see Roman Reigns um, you know stay on top. That's there, man. By the way, I'm I'm gonna give you the uh, our uh, what you call it here. I'm trying to find a pay-per-view schedule 
for our segment here called Wrestle the Wrestling Forecast. By the way, let's start with WWE. Their next pay-per-view is Backlash. Uh, see when it is here. It's going to be a Providence, Rhode Island. It's going to be Saturday, uh, July thirtieth. That's a Saturday, six to eleven p.m. at Nassau and Nassau Stadium in Nashville. Would be cool if they have uh, either Jeff Jerry or uh, Jerry Lawler in the house because we're in Nashville. We are in Tennessee. I'm just saying. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. I got I got, I got it mixed up. Uh, it's gonna be Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, my bad. I'm looking at something else for Nash for June 30th, May 8th is backlash in Providence, Rhode Island. Yes, sir. There it is right there. That's my bad. Also, great. AEW Battle of the Band. Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Band. Battle of the Belts. Right here in Garland, Texas. At Kurtwell at Curtis Kurtwell Center in Garland. April sixteenth. Man, AEW this week this uh tonight have a hot match. Next uh next week, Wednesday, a hot card coming up and next Friday, um next week we getting a Texas uh death match between Hangman Page and Adam Cole, which is gonna be fire and they got Samoa Joe in AEW. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to Joe's gonna do some big things, yeah. I'm looking forward to the uh to the Owen Hart Cup. I wish it was a WWE thing, but hey, nonetheless, you get on hard cut, they better not mess it up. Uh, man, they're going to do good by it. And on hard, you know, uh, wife, uh, widow, they're uh, uh, still having forgiven WWE for allowing her husband to die. Um, well, they didn't allow him to die. He died in the hospital, but yeah. Yes, yeah, she blamed him for the cause leading him to his death. And as with, you know, what I deal with in security, um, you know, a lot of things not going to be in measure, um, put into security measure until somebody get hurt, until you see a thing there. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know, that it happened. Um, uh, you know, I love Owen Hart. To me, he was on his way to being um, in the main event scene himself, mm-hmm. um, to be uh, going from the IC title scene to make it into staying in the heavyweight title scene and being a long-term WWE wrestler, one of the greatest wrestlers to ever live. Sir, the Black Heart, the Rocket. God bless you, Owen Hart. See you one day. I can't wait to see Owen Hart in heaven. That's going to be awesome. Oh, yes, yes. The Rocket, the Black Heart. The Nugget, if you will. As all my old school fans, all the new school, y'all go back and go back to the nineties. See why they call the Nugget Owen Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he was the, the he was one of the perfect guys that can seamlessly transition from a villain to a good guy, mm-hmm. and you you, you you he pulled you into his matches. That rivalry he had with his brother Bret Hart, you know, that was one of the rivalries that really just. You know, tugged at your heart because you're like, man, why are these brothers going at it? Mm-hmm. And then when they they came back and re, restarted the Heart Foundation, 
Oh man, that was just you know great times in wrestling. Um, you know, uh, I, I I wish he was you know still here. I know he, he definitely would have. Uh, he probably still be wrestling now. Um, he probably would have been a, a ten time WWE champion himself. That's true. He would probably would have reopened the uh, the dungeon. My my fa- oh I love the dungeon. My favorite uh heart version of Heart Foundation was the nineties version. He had uh the late great Owen Hart, Bret Hart, uh Jim the Anvil Nightheart, the late Brian Pillman. I'm missing somebody. The British Bulldog, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the British Bulldog. Yes, sir. Man, yeah. British Bulldog no, he yeah, he was the, the powerhouse of the, the uh the doorkeeper of the Heart Foundation, he was the, you know, brought the hammer down. And that was like the, the one faction that went toe-to-toe with DX in WWE. That's an interesting form, faction, man. You got three, you got, you got two Canadians, you got the Brit, and, oh, Owen, oh, no, Nightheart and uh, Bulldog are British. You got two two Brits, two Canadians, and that wild, uh, the, the wild man, the late Brian Pillman. Son doing a great job in uh, AEW. Um, and he, you know, making a name for himself, not living off of his father's name. That's, that's what you gotta do, man. You gotta be your own man. Yeah, he looked just—he just a uh, heavyweight version of his his daddy. But he 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 wrestled just as good as him though. Speaking um, of being your, um, yes, sir. Speaking of being your man, being your man, Dominic Mysterio. What, what, what do you think of him? Man, I can't wait to see um, him. Earn his own man. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, I, I kind of thought that that was like what they were leading him to when they pulled off Raven Stereo man. Um, but uh, I believe when Raven Stereo finally tired, retired, um, he's going to present and give Dominic his own man. Dominic, uh, he's learning. He's going to me. He's going to be a, a a bigger, leaner, stronger version of Raven Stereo. You know. One one more thing, I, those of you who watch WCW days of Ray Mysterio, you know he looks like without the mask. I don't see the point in that, but hey, it's, it's tradition. It's tradition, and um, just like you know when Kalisto lost his mask, and uh, he you know grabbed the towel, covered his face up. Um, uh, for those who never really saw his his face in in, in person, um, just to you know keep that as a mystery and for them to you know throw a towel over his face to keep people from seeing his face um man i just that's just something i just love about you know the, the lucha um lucha style of you know um one wrestling that i missed that i wish they would have kept going uh lucha underground oh uh, yes all, all the wrestlers had masks on um man that was a, a great you know how they did it that was like Soap opera mixed with wrestling and what they did there, that production they did, man, I wish you know somebody would have picked it up and um, took it another step further. Man, that would be awesome. But in the meantime, we're going to get ready for SmackDown. You know what time it is on a Friday. You know what time it is. We're getting ready for yeah. Fox in just a moment, 7 o'clock p.m. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Brother Greg, for being with me. We'll see you next time, everybody.